Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you on this Wednesday. A lot of things to talk about today, but I want to start off with at least one positive note. You've often heard the United States of America is the land of opportunity. That can certainly be said now. The land of opportunity. What do I mean by that today? And I just want to speak to some of you within the sound of my voice. Maybe more than some. Maybe it's a lot of you. You might be at a place where you're just sick and tired of where you are. You're not really enjoying your job. You're not really enjoying what you're doing day after day after day after day. I remember a season of my life. The workplace where I was, I characterized the time there as content and discontentment. It wasn't just me. A number of people were in the same place. But you feel trapped. Trapped by money. Trapped by comfort. Trapped by the perception of safety, of security. I'm telling you right now, folks, Now might be a good time to do a little exploring, to see what else is out there for you. I'm just putting this out there because this is a great opportunity. I'm going to talk more about what this means and why I'm saying this. But the other thing is I'm not so sure this is going to continue very long because there have been rumblings of possible economic downturn whether we go into recession and the possibility of another housing bubble that will burst, who knows what will happen. I'm just saying, if you want to jump on this, now is the time. Don't spend a lot of time in your head debating. I'll tell you, this is one of my big problems. I overthink things. And sometimes there's a place where you need to just make a decision. Jump. In the very least, explore. So what has led me to talk about this? What's a CNBC story? About the fact there are now a record 5 million more job openings than unemployed people in the U.S. This is a record. 
five million more job openings than unemployed people. Now, a lot of people would immediately ask, okay, so why do we have so many unemployed people? That's another question for the experts, of which I am not part of that group. Now, job openings actually edged lower to about 11.3 million in February. That's about 5 million more than the level of unemployed workers. But get a little of this number. People quitting jobs increased to 4.35 million. They're referring to this as the Great Resignation. It is still ongoing. This is why I'm saying to you, if you're not one of those folks who's decided to take a leap, now might be the time. An increasing number of Americans quit their jobs in February. The gap between available positions and the unemployed grew even wider. I mentioned that figure of 4.35 million workers leaving in February. That's an increase of 94,000 from the previous month. It's also a slightly higher level as a percentage of the workforce, up to 2.9% from 2.8. 11.27 million openings in the month. That's down slightly from January, but we told you still how significant that is. Five million more openings than available workers. 1.8 jobs for every person unemployed. So where are the opportunities in case you want to explore? Education and health services, the highest level of job openings for the month. Followed by professional and business services. Trade, transportation, utilities. Coming behind those. The highest level of people quitting jobs came in trade, transportation, and utilities. Leisure and hospitality, a critical proxy for the pandemic-era economic recovery. Sides quit rate unchanged to 5.6%. We've talked about this a number of times. By the way, George, do not let me forget, before the end of this segment, to tell a bizarre story about a restaurant that I visited a little bit over a week ago. So don't let that one slip with my ADHD mind. As I mentioned, this is called the Great Resignation. And this is something the Federal Reserve Reserve is watching very closely as well because this drives inflation higher. One of the reasons why the Fed decided to raise interest rates. Now, there will be more information on the job market coming up on Friday when we will get another update on what's going on with payrolls. There's some expected job growth. We will see how much when Friday arrives. Let me tell you about this restaurant story. I'm trying to remember what day this was. I think it was last week. One of the most bizarre things. You want to talk about a great resignation? (laughs) This one really takes the cake. All right, I already told you a few weeks ago about going to the pizza place. This was late at night, and I go in there, and I looked at the woman and said, you, please tell me you're not here alone. She was actually there alone. 
<laughs> making pizzas, sending out the orders. She was doing everything. This is how bad the labor market is. Well, I got one better for you. So a friend and I went to a restaurant. This was late afternoon. And as we approached the door, there was a sign. And I didn't notice the sign until an employee came out. She said, we're closed. It's like, well, what happened here? She said, well, both of our bosses have quit. So it's like a manager of the store and like a district district manager quit as well, leaving the employees to fend for themselves. Ultimately, by the way, out of the kindness of their hearts, they actually did uh, provide food for us before we left. We did pay for it. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. Both quit just on the spot. I, I've just never had something like that happen before. Would actually close a restaurant because management just decided to jump ship. Just a little picture of what's going on in this crazy labor market. Coming up, we'll talk about Joe Biden, his foreign policy and his gaffes. Also, the crazy goings on at Disney. That much more as we continue. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This story on the job markets prompting a number of responses, beginning with this. Vince consider most of the European, Eastern Europeans, and Chinese who flooded the job market in the 90s are retiring. Hence, tighter labor market today. Hmm. When you tax people to death who do work and then pay others not to work, what do you expect? Until you make it worth it for people to work, a lot of people will simply choose not to. Another person saying this is not a worker shortage. It is a work ethic shortage. Ooh. Vince's crazy labor market is another unintended consequence of our Federal Reserve. People have learned that hard work, dedication, and commitment, well, those things don't pay. 
They're seeing inflation everywhere now. This invisible treadmill is now visible. People are not only quitting, but frankly, giving up. I do have to tell you, it was quite depressing yesterday. As I was driving my small SUV, not large, and I think I filled it up yesterday for the first time in a couple of weeks. My goodness, well over 50 bucks. Lots of uh, fun and entertainment out there at the gas pump, right? This texter uh, trying to call me out, I assume. We have this. When you're talking about President Biden, make sure you talk about the seven-hour phone gap of Donald Trump during the riot and also the stupid rally and the speech he and Herschel Walker did in Atlanta. I noticed you are dodging these topics. Another person saying here, seven-hour gap in phone calls. Yes, so much for Donald Nixon draining the swamp. Sorry, I meant Donald Trump, the texter says. And to these messages, this texter, um, can I just tell you what my opinion is? I want to be very, very clear about my opinion in these matters. Okay, are you ready for it? Okay, I'm going to step away from the mic so I don't blow the board up. At the station. Here's my opinion. I don't freaking care. I really don't. I'm kind of pulling for Herschel Walker in that Senate race. I am. But this whole matter of January 6th and what the Democrat Party has done with this, I am sick and tired of it. It's a profound waste of time. I don't care if Donald Trump was cleaning his rear end. I really don't. I don't care if he was flossing cats and dogs. It matters not to me. Now, some people, (laughs) some of you may be thinking, (laughs) I, I just... They're going to look for everything they can possibly find in this thing. And it's really desperation because it's election year. This is one of the few strands they have to pull on, to try, to try to find something incriminating that might somehow bring down Donald Trump once and for all. You know how I feel about Donald Trump. I'm not here to defend the man. So to me, all of this stuff, to be honest with you, is profoundly irrelevant, which is why I'm not talking about it. So does that help? If you'd like to call in and you want to weigh in on this subject and give your opinion, I will extend to you an open line right now. The Ingalls Markets Talk Line is 800-928-1110. 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. And I'm serious. You want to call and talk about it? Go right ahead. But it doesn't matter to me. It really doesn't. What does matter? The ongoing war. I don't know what I would call this. Let's let's give this a we we need to come up with a an umbrella that would cover all of this nonsense. Disney and other 
so-called woke companies are promoting. Here's a new example, and we're going to do a little deep dive on Disney. Do you really think Walt Disney would approve of what is going on right now? I'm just curious. I just cannot imagine that he would find this at all to be acceptable, the direction this company is going. This story, I did a search on this story, and and this is something that has been done in different forms. But apparently, the company is doubling down on it. Newsweek reporting they're removing all mentions of traditional gender roles at the theme parks, scrubbing the use of ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The idea is to make this more welcoming. By the way, and I'm glad my kids are grown now. We've been to Disney several times. But let me just make something very clear, and I look forward at some point to having grandchildren. But let me make something perfectly clear. It'll be a cold day in hell before I set foot on that property again. I'm just putting that out there. I'm just... I'm done with all of this nonsense. So Vivian Ware, Disney's diversity and inclusion manager, made the remarks about the ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls thing in a video posted to Twitter by writer Christopher Rufo. He really has done some great work uncovering all of this stuff. The video comes to the entertainment giant has found itself in the middle of culture war battles facing pressure to oppose Florida legislation critics say undermines LGBTQ rights in the video where appears to be giving a presentation over video linked with the title reimagine tomorrow on the side of the screen. We're saying last summer, Disney removed all gendered greetings and live spiels, narrations that accompany attractions. We no longer say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We're providing trainings for all of our cast members and in relationship to that so they know it's hello everyone or hello friends. And there's more. We're going to talk about this and we're going to let you hear some of what Disney is up to as we continue the broadcast. Stay with us. on the broadcast <laughs> yes we will get to this Vince I used to really want to go to Walt Disney World wanted to as a kid but now as an adult and seeing how it's changed I would not urinate on that place if it was on fire trying to make it more welcoming they say more like woke coming this is unwelcome transformation yeah as to why I didn't want to talk about Donald Trump and his rally, this texter saying the reason you don't freaking care is because you don't want to stir up the Kool-Aid drinkers. <laughs> hey, I've done plenty of that. I'm not afraid of it. Haven't been afraid of it before. Not afraid of it now. Vince, unfortunately, this business with Disney has been coming for a while. 
just like many other sources of entertainment focused towards our children, this type of indoctrination has been leaking its way in for quite a while. Only now it's, it's, it's close and in our faces. Disney will go broke with their woke. Mm-hmm. I bet Walt's super excited he created this wonderful theme parks and cartoons for 1% of the population. Feel my sarcasm. Yeah, rolling over in his grave. Hmm. Just a sampling of some of the items here on the text line thus far. I like this one. Gender neutral Disneyland. What's the problem? It's not supposed to reflect reality. That's why it's called fantasy land. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to describe it, isn't it? Fantasy. Pure fantasy. We go on with this story from Newsweek about Vivian Ware talking about the changes that have taken place. And she goes on here talking about removing gendered language from Disney parks. It's given cast members more opportunities to be creative while interacting with guests, encouraging those on the call to think differently about engaging guests in a meaningful and inclusive way that makes it magical and memorable for everyone. Oh, isn't that lovely? We want to create that magical moment with our cast members, our guests, and we don't want to just assume because who someone might be in our interpretation may be presenting as female. They may not want to be princess. Okay. Disney's use of gender-neutral language is not unique. Other companies have altered how they refer to customers in the face of shifting social expectations. British Airways last year followed other airlines in instructing crew members to drop, ladies and gentlemen, in favor of gender-neutral language when speaking with customers. Disney has unique pressures. You remember that walkout meant to pressure Disney over the so-called, so-called, don't say gay bill in the Florida legislature. This is a big concern of theirs because Florida is their home. By the way, Christopher Rufo, who's uncovered this, referred to as a writer for the right-leaning city journal and Manhattan Institute for Policy Research, has posted internal documents from Disney asking employees to complete a white privilege checklist and to pivot from white dominant culture. This stuff is just freaking nauseating. It really is. Absolutely nauseating. And there's more. And it's not just me talking about it. How about listening to it for yourself? This again, compliments of Christopher Rufo. He posted this. Posted it yesterday, showing multiple Disney officials pushing this progressive LGBT agenda on employees. The company finds itself in the middle of this political firestorm over the parental rights bill. See, Fox News knows how to write news copy. Parental rights bill is what it is. It's not some stupid don't say gay. Did you see? I've seen stories where people are going to go around and just say gay. Just for the sake of it. If anybody does that, I, I just want to, I'm, I'm being kind here. Kindly pull them aside and say, 
Excuse me, but you really need to read the legislation so you don't make yourself look like a total idiot. I care about you. I really do. And I have better respect for you than than to think that you would fall for propaganda. Now, the unkind part of me wants to say, what are you, stupid? Are you really that stupid to fall for such propaganda so easily? Or maybe you're illiterate. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just putting this out there. Oh, my goodness. This really does get me fired up. It does. Because this, this, at the end of the day, again, these folks do not give a rat's rear end about any child. Don't believe what they tell you. They're concerned about gay children and depression and suicide and all the other stuff. No, they don't care. Because if they did, they wouldn't be encouraging more children to go down this very dark road earlier. And I've told you before, much of the angst that these children experience is internal, not external. Shall we continue here? Disney corporate president Karen Burke said in one video she'd like to see at least 50% of Disney's characters in the future identify as LGBT or a racial minority. 50%. This is mind-boggling, ladies and gentlemen. You know what the figure is for LGBTQ, by the way? And we talked about this on this program a few weeks ago. It's around 5%. 50% of kids. You know, what's really sad about this, again, we're not talking about programming that is aimed at adults. We're talking about children and prematurely exposing them to sexual content and yes that is grooming you can call it whatever you want and yes you are perverted if that's what you are doing I want to save the audio for after the break because I don't want to interrupt any of this But they're trying to come up with an actionable plan, according to the group, to reflect commitment to the LGBTQIA plus community by stopping construction and investment in the state of Florida until hateful legislation is is repealed, as well as stopping any efforts to move employees to Florida office locations, ensuring employee safety and employment retention, guaranteeing no employee will be terminated when denying relocation to Florida. This... These are radicals. That's what they are. And again, they don't care about gay people. What they care about is an agenda. We're going to talk more about this in the transgender issue in the coming weeks. You're going to hear these officials and advocates for yourself coming up after the break. Stay with us. Over on the text line, we have this. 
<laughs> Not using ladies and gentlemen on an airplane is probably appropriate because there's only two or three ladies or gentlemen on an entire airplane. Wow, is it really that bad? Come on. Can't be that bad. Vince, the reason they fall for the propaganda is because anything the Republicans do is evil and wrong and hateful. Yes, that's what they've been told, isn't it? <laughs> Vince, I like to see you call somebody stupid or illiterate to their face. They will Will Smith you. You better stick to being brave on the radio. <laughs> Vince, I have an LGBTQ character in my sci-fi novels. Guess what? Her sexuality doesn't define her character. Her ass-kicking does. Content of character, right? Isn't that what this is supposed to be all about? When you ask if people are stupid enough to fall for the propaganda, 81 million people are if the last election results are correct. Vince, I worked at Disney World, met my wife there, breaks our hearts. They've gone down this road. God's law is certainly higher than Disney's law. All they're trying to do is force people to accept and believe that being gay is normal. We all know darn well it's not. This person saying homosexuals cannot reproduce. They must recruit the younger, the better. Just some of the perspectives offered on the text line, and I repeat what I've said plenty of times before. Just because I've shared this doesn't mean it's my opinion. The opinions offered by a number of people. I'm sharing with you some audio from Christopher Rufo. He actually watched this particular presentation from Disney. This was a Zoom session of some sort. And we heard from a couple of people talking about Disney and their issues related to diversity, equality, inclusion. I want you to hear first from Nadine Smith of Equality Florida. And she is talking about, I mean, this, is, this woman has really lost her mind. She's really over the top. This is where she's talking about the agenda to... Um, and what's happened in Florida with the law that's been passed to protect parents' rights. But she's saying the real agenda is something else. Listen to Nadine Smith. But the context is also who is pushing it, what their record is, and what the history is in Florida. You know, you can go back to the to the 50s, to the Johns Committee, where the legislature was, was actively uh, put together a task force whose whole job was to root out civil rights workers and any homosexuals in the university system. They destroyed lives. Literally, people committed suicide behind the, the relentless attack. And then you have Anita Bryant, and many of us are of an age to remember Anita Bryant's Save Our Children campaign, which was premised on the same, the same ideas that undergird this bill. And because of her campaign that equated being gay with being a, a pre child predator, she was able to pass a ban on gay people being able to adopt a marriage ban, and then she took that nationwide. And so when we react to this, a lot of us are reacting from the pain we experience of being isolated and stigmatized in school. But we're also reacting from the reality that when they can erase you, when they can criminalize your existence, when they can demonize who you are, the next step is to criminalize you and take your kids. And we're already seeing that in Texas. So the slippery slope between these ugly messages um, 
you know, emanating from legislative leaders in our state and then amplified by our governor, whose spokesperson immediately began calling everyone who opposed this bill uh, groomers, a.k.a. pedophiles. <laughs> and the point about grooming is that this is all about reaching children younger and younger with propaganda. Yes, it is grooming. Leave the children alone. That's what many of us are saying. I want to get to another clip here because this one along the same lines. This is an executive producer who's basically boasting. Her name is Latoya Raveno, and she is boasting about how she's just been giving carte blanche to do all kinds of things, to put gay themes and gay content into Disney's products. Listen. It's like I love Disney's content. I grew up watching, you know, all of the classics. They have been a huge, like, informative part of my life. But at the same time, like, I worked at small studios most of my career, and I'd heard, you know, you hear whispers. Like, I'd heard things like, oh, you know, they won't let you show this at a Disney show. And I'm like, okay. So I was a little, like, sus when I started. And, but then my experience was bafflingly the opposite of what I had heard on my little pocket of like, you know, proud family, Disney TVA. Um, the showrunners were super welcoming Meredith Roberts and like the, the, our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my, like not at all secret gay agenda. And so like, I, I feel like I felt like it was, I mean, like maybe it was that way in the past, but I guess like something must've happened in the last, like, like they are turning it around, they're going hard. And then all that like momentum that I felt like that sense of, I don't have to be afraid to like, let's have these two characters kiss. Let's in the background, this are, like I was just wherever I could just basically adding queerness to like, the, if you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud of But like, I, I just was like, no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. No one trying to stop her. Just put queer content anywhere see and again i don't care what you do for adults children's programming entirely inappropriate now if you disagree with this again call me i'd love to hear you offer a defense for aiming this propaganda at children coming up we're going to talk about joe biden and much more <laughs> hour number two is straight ahead all-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 